Oh, fuck. I should have got another beer. Go get another beer. Run, Ashtray! Never fails. As soon as we hit the record button, uh, somebody fucking has a potty break or something. Uh. <sighs> All right. Doing it, doing it, doing it live. All right. Well, just give me a second. I'm waiting for my daughter to. Oh, we didn't know. I was going to fill dead air by making fun of you. (sighs) Yeah. Right. All right, everybody. Hold up. Daughter time. Yeah, because his daughter is more important. Yeah. Well, you know, when the audience, our members are hearing dead air, they think that we might all be having fucking cerebral palsy syndrome right now. Well, shut up, sir. There is no dead air. All right. In this episode of the Red Eye Report, we discuss imposters. We trip the light fantastic, and as usual, we fuck you till you bleed. With me this week is the all-sing oracle, or should I say, William Sanders, the smooth-talking insurance salesman from Rhode Island, famous for fleecing old ladies out of their hard-earned SSI checks. I'm not saying they're the same person, but... Oracle does have a lot of knitted items just strewn about his house. So yeah, very warm. Where'd you get this? Very uh, comfortable. I hey, from old people love me, Mrs. Yeah. From Mrs. Robinson. Heck yeah, that's the old bitty. Next to him <laughs> is the fluffy teddy bear. Teddy once posed as a rabbi. The ruse <laughs> didn't last very long. Who knew cutting off a baby's foreskin was so hard? We've <laughs> <laughs> oh. also got a soot-covered ashtray. Ashtray doesn't have to be anybody else. He lives multiple lives in one weekend. Dancing whore, concerned older friend, mouth fucker, whatever the situation calls for. He's not He's not the king of hipsters. He's a hipster chameleon. Last and least, I'm the mystic. I once tried posing as a doctor in a restaurant when a woman was choking. It failed miserably and she died, but she did have a nice rack, so this is the rack part. Boom. <laughs> Uh. All right, talking about uh, imposters, people well, first who off, first off, we're talking about pause we're talking, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, have, I don't, have, I don't have an animal. Oh, <laughs> you okay. obviously didn't check the fucking memo. I mean, really, bro? I did. Yeah, shit. It was Roxanne the rooster. Yeah, decided to change genders. Yep, and got fucking. <laughs> The shit kicked out of him by all the other roosters. <laughs> but Dane County loves him. Rock, I mean her. Roxanne. Yeah, Dane County loves them or they? Is that the best pronoun yeah, for Yeah, I can't remember Roxanne's preferred pronoun now. I, I, I don't give a fuck about pronouns, but I'm trying for a fucking rooster before I try for a human being. And that shows no longer us. like Bacock. I've Wait, never been so offended in my life. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Imposters. <laughs> We're going to skip. I mean, there's been a lot of people who have tried, who have, you know, said they were other people throughout history. 
And it was obviously way easier back in the day when you didn't have the fucking internet and databases. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And like fingerprints and shit. So like uh we're gonna skip over a lot of that shit because it's just, you know, a lot of these are like, oh, some English woman pretended to be the princess from a fictional island in seventeen ninety one. Like I give a fuck about that bitch. So <laughs> We're going to skip on right past them. Yeah, do us now. <clears throat> a couple of these I did find actually interesting, though. There have been a lot of military imposters, which blows my mind because it's just easily checked. Um, Brian Dennehy, the actor, you guys what? remember him? Yeah. Yeah, he he enlisted in the U.S. State, the United States Marine Corps in 1958, served in Okinawa never saw combat, but later falsely claimed to have been wounded in action in the Vietnam War. Really? Oh, that fucking pussy. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. He was in <laughs> Okinawa. He wasn't yeah, even in the crazy. fucking Vietnam I mean, that's War. a pretty long span of time between those two things, too. Right. He must yeah. have been, like, fucking drunk or high <clears throat> or something. That's just, like, a wild claim. Stolen right. valor. Yeah. Uh, Frank Dukes, you know who that is? The guy who the the movie Bloodsport, uh, Bloodsport, Bloodsport guy was based yeah. on. Really? Yeah, he did. Yeah, Canadian American martial artist. Um, he he claimed in his memoir, "The Secret Man," that he had fought in covert Central Intelligence Agency special operations in Southeast Asia, Nicaragua, the Iran Iraq War, and the Gulf War. Um, and they're all completely false. <laughs> He served in the United States Marine Corps Reserve yep. in non-combat roles. <clears throat> and also when they uh, <clears throat> to learn from was when it, he was like the last descendant of, a, of like a, a ninja clan. Um, well, this guy sounds like but, a huge bullshitter. And so it's, last they made a movie. They made a movie, a movie, clan. Movie, 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 man. That movie's incredible with Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great uh, and that, after years cool after it came out, he was he was a fucking he was a bullshitter. <laughs> but yeah, whatever, it was worth it. We got a great movie out of it. Yeah, right. All right, so I'm gonna move right on for those those fucking plebe fucks. Right to actually, let's start with uh, start with this fucking dude. So <laughs> I, this I. I I still don't really get this one, I guess. This is how a phony 18th century chess robot fooled the entire world. <laughs> robot. In early, in early 1826, one of Europe's most celebrated chess masters arrived in New York for his American debut. The event was widely touted in news articles and advertisements, and some 200 people later turned out for the first exhibition matches at Broadway's National Hotel. It was between him and a machine called the Turk. The Turk had first appeared in 1769 in the court of Maria Theresa, the Empress of Austria-Hungary. <clears throat> so basically what it was, was this machine... And I don't. Oh shit! I never put a picture. I thought I put a fucking illustrations picture. Illustrations of it. Fuck. Um, well, I'll try to find. Some. If you open that, if you open that uh, link up, the History Channel one. Yeah. There's a picture right at the top of what it looks like. So basically, it was like the top half of a a robot. It was like a dude, you know, but it was robotic. Oh, fucking. that's not an actual person. 
no no Uh-oh. and there's Kinda like, like the gears and color. shit yeah yeah exactly and underneath they would like open the cabinets underneath and show all the gears and shit showing that there was no human inside but really it was a false behind it was the human there was a false back so they would have a chess master in there crammed in the back yeah basically (laughs) operate he had to operate the arms and shit with levers and shit of the fucking levers yeah to like move the pieces and shit because it moved its own pieces and it knew who was what they were playing you know what i mean so obviously like it, yeah, it somehow actually, from the it, bottom he has to be able to it completely dumbfounded well, you, you could do a everybody that you saw it yeah you do a pair no, he machine. was he was like in the fucking machine behind well, I, 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 the fucking well i get that okay it was okay so he had a, a, like a so like, he was he, above he could see it yeah he could see it yeah okay i, th- I thought i thought it was like a kind of a periscope thing because he was behind something so he had kind of like a periscope system oh like, yeah no i thought he was crammed in the box yeah no <laughs> um so yeah it, it it actually played at one point in 1838 <laughs> or no was it 18 anyway it doesn't matter it played napoleon <laughs> And Napoleon Ooh. tried to make several illegal moves, and it called him out on. It just went, no, no, <laughs> Napoleon, no. of course, he's going to make illegal exactly. moves. Yeah. Right? And Napoleon yeah. lost, obviously. Because uh, basically, syndrome. it was like they would pay these chess masters to go into this thing and play exhibitions against other chess masters who didn't know that this was a fucking guy <laughs> playing as a fucking, you know, as a dude. So it played uh, Edgar Allan Poe at one time. Uh, anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. So for like 65 straight fucking years, this wow. thing like befuddled. Fooled, yeah, everyone world. from like New York, Paris, London, fucking all over the place, dude. That, well, is, that, there, that, is there is there a mind. list of the masters that they used to, that were OK with doing this? Because that's kind of. No, because when the guy died. Uh, in 1858 or something like that, like he yeah. kind of died with the fucking kept with it all. It, yeah, okay, he died with it. Because I'm so, curious, like how many masters at the time, or how many people wanted to be masters were, were were okay with this, with lying to people, and how much did yeah. they pay him off for this? Oh, I'm sure, they paid him quite a so, money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they paid him, but I mean, it's, yeah. it's a that's true. They didn't have to worry about their fucking social media cred. I mean, yeah, I could I could try to play <laughs> this guy or this guy, and if I lose, and nobody knows it's me, kind of thing, and mm-hmm. try to learn some shit. So, so all right, so this one also kind of blows my mind. Uh, Billy Tipton was born December twenty ninth, nineteen fourteen. Died January twenty first, nineteen twenty first, nineteen eighty nine. an American jazz music musician, band leader, and talent broker. Um, Tipton lived and identified as a man for most of his adult life, but when he died, they found out he was a woman. Which is nothing wrong with that nowadays. <laughs> but back then, shame on you. Here's the part that I don't know that I still get. Tipton was never legally married, but five women called themselves Mrs. Tipton during his life. In 1934, Tipton began living with a woman named Earl Non-Earl Harris. That's her name. So she okay, was probably, that was a, that was a guy pretending to be a woman. Yeah, so the relationship ended in 1942. Tipton's sex was reportedly concealed from the four women, who would later call themselves Mrs. Tipton. Tipton kept the secret of his ex, 
extrinsic sexual characteristics from them by telling them he had been in a serious car accident that resulted in damaged genitals and broken ribs. Wow. So he lived with one woman for 18 years. They may They can do a lot. So like I get maybe back in the 50s, like, like 50s, like couples didn't really get naked in front of each other a lot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, some of them did. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean that's yeah. It, the, like, how do you pull this off? Right. They start uh, with these just lesbians. You know <laughs> Was this just an early 1950s version of like a dyke lesbian fucking? He, yeah, and she they just the couldn't talk about it. First person to create the uh, the strap on, but she couldn't patent it because lesbians have been around since the dawn of time. Yeah, it could have been out so. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, but this dude was a legit jazz musician. Oh, yeah. Playing fucking trumpet and shit. Yeah. Um, for many, many years, like 50 some years, it identified as a man, lived a life as a man, and nobody fucking had any idea. That, it, to me, is fucking, that blows my mind. Anyway, blows my mind. On to uh, the king of them all. Well, actually, before that, we all remember uh, Frank Abagnale, right? The movie that yeah, was the, the movie uh, Catch Me If You Can. Oh, okay, yep, yeah. yep, yeah. Well, that dude, he lied about a lot of his shit. I didn't involve, I didn't put him in here because I was gonna talk about him, but like, he lied about a lot of what he did. Like, he was a he was a a money or not a money launderer, a, a check fucking fraud, check fraud. Dude, yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. For the most most part, he did pose as a pilot but he got caught pretty quickly so like oh, really? it was just all embellished yeah so oh, he didn't actually it? like fly a plane or anything yeah like did once or twice but i'm pretty sure they caught him pretty quick okay I well mean, still the kind of... pull yeah. it off once or twice that's something right okay Ballsy. well it's nothing compared to this motherfucker right here ferdinand waldo Demara. he was known as the great imposter uh, he actually, there was a movie made starring Tony Curtis called The Great Imposter after, uh, later in his life. He died in 1982, was born in 1921. Just listen to this list. Tomorrow's imperson- impersonations included a civil engineer, a sheriff's deputy, an assistant prison warden, a doctor of applied psychology, a hospital orderly, a lawyer, a child care expert, a Benedictine monk, a Trappist monk, a naval surgeon, an editor, a cancer researcher, and a teacher. <laughs> wow. Well, some of those I can, I can see being easy, but... Yeah. <laughs> Holy so shit. They don't know for sure, but he was said to possess... You know, they, they almost positive he had a photographic memory with a super I mean, high fucking IQ. I mean, how much, I mean, like, to be an assistant <sighs> warden, you had to be in, inside the prison. I mean, how much oh, balls well, do you well, have to have? Let's look at this. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, he was born in Massachusetts in 1921. Uh, his dad was born in Rhode Island. They grew up in that area. So, early in the Great Depression, Fred's father became financially insolvent. So, they had to move. They were kind of uh, well off, I guess. Not super well off, but they had money. So they had to move into like fucking, you know, 
the fucking Tower Hill neighborhood, whatever the fuck that means. You know, I'm sure it was the ghetto at that time in Massachusetts. Uh, During the financially troubled time, he ran away at 16 and he joined the Trappist monks in Rhode Island. Uh, After two years, he was told he wasn't suited to being a Trappist. I was sent instead to a Brothers of Charity home near Montreal, Canada. He was then transferred to a Brothers of Charity boys home in West Newbury, um, Massachusetts, where he taught fourth grade. I don't understand that. This dude was like 16. So he's 18 at this time and he's teaching fourth grade. He's like, I've been there, done that. Yeah, I mean, but yeah fourth is, grade math back then was like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably didn't have to like have any plus. type of yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> right. Degree. There was no algebra in fourth grade. My so you're, you're know. willing to put up with these little shits? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so this is just like his early life. In 1941, he joined the United States Army. The following year, Demaro began his new lives by borrowing the name of Anthony Ignolia. It was an army buddy of his. And then he went AWOL. So the dude basically, Damara disappeared from the fucking. He's now called <clears throat> Nolia. He joined the Abbey of Our Lady of Gestamani. I don't even know how to say that. A Trappist monastery in Kentucky under his assumed identity. However, he met an acquaintance from his first Trappist monastery. So he had to fucking duck out of there before that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Shit. He was, yeah. yeah. He then moved to the new Mellory Abbey near Dubuque, Iowa. Now, again, this is 1941. So, like, there's no social media. There's no databases. Fucking right. fingerprints. Mm-hmm. You could just fucking say you're anybody at this point. Yeah, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, uh, they never caught him. He then joined the Navy under this other assumed name where he trained as a hospital corpsman. He did not reach the position he wanted, faked his suicide, and borrowed a. Yeah. Robert Linton French and became a religion oriented psychologist. Dr. French then presented himself at the new Subiaco Abbey, a Benedictine monastery in Arkansas. So, uh, so after uh, various other fucking religious monastery places, he's gone, blah, blah, blah. He. Served as an orderly in a Los Angeles sanitarium. This is a few years later. So he's been through these fucking monasteries everywhere, right? Um, and he served as an instructor in St. Martin's College, which is now a university in the state of Washington. So the FBI, by this point, actually captured him because he had had like four or five different pseudonyms and all these different jobs and monasteries and fucking places at one point he taught general psychology industrial psychology and abnormal psychology and published a well-received booklet titled how to bring up your child (laughs) 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 in erie pennsylvania yeah holy shit when he was the dean of the school of philosophy in erie pennsylvania at the gannon wow the dean yeah Yeah. (laughs) So nobody else wants the job. What? <laughs> what was the guy's name again? Uh, oh, when he wrote, when he wrote the book, the ch- children's book or whatever psychology book. What was his name? What? Ferdinand Waldo. What are you talking about? Yeah, which one are you talking about, Teddy? Well, you said he wrote he wrote a children's book about a psychology book about how to bring up your child. So yeah, Waldo curious, Demara, was, the same yeah, guy was, we were talking curi- about. Uh, yeah, right, I was curious if I could find that book. Oh, yes. I don't know what it would be under. Because it's it was a different name. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's hard to keep it straight. 
Right. Yeah, when you're lying. Yeah, I, just, I, I was curious what, what name he wrote the book under, but. I, it doesn't actually say. It just said while he was at that place, he wrote it. So, uh, somehow, he eventually befriended a Canadian surgeon named Joseph Sir, C-Y-R. This led to his most famous exploit, in which he masqueraded as this guy, working as a ship's doctor aboard the, aboard the HMCS Cayuga, a Royal Canadian Navy destroyer during the Korean War. Wow. He managed to improvise successful major surgeries and fend off infection with generous amounts of penicillin. Yeah, his most, was, from the future. His <laughs> most notable surgical practices were performed on some 16 Korean combat injuries who were loaded onto, into the Kyoga. All eyes turned to Damara as several men needed urgent surgery. After ordering personnel to transport them to the ship's op- operating room and prep them for treatment, Damara disappeared to his room oh. with a text on general surgery and sped speed read the steps for the procedures that lay ahead, including major chest surgery. Why survived? Holy <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Man. This guy must've been smart as fuck. He was a, I mean, shit. Shit. He was he was a straight genius. up fucking photographic memory. Fucking genius. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, basically, uh, Blah, blah, blah. That was his most famous thing. He eventually got caught in 1959. Uh, or no, it was before that. 56, he got caught. 59, um, he actually, he sold his life story to Life magazine. <laughs> um, and, and after that, he literally tried. I mean, people knew who he was at this point in, in the late 50s, in 1959. People knew that this guy was a fucking imposter, but he had all these yeah. different names and his real name was, but he still literally tried to fucking come up with other pseudonyms and like live other lives. So he possessed fake credentials so he could get a job at a prison in Huntsville, Texas. According to his biographer, Damara's past became known and his position untenable. So he lost that job in 1959. He appeared on the game show hosted by Ernie Kovacs, take a good look. So the object was one of the three pe- celebrity panelists to guess his identity, which obviously they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so appeared in uh, another uh, show called bet your life with Groucho Marx. I actually saw that interview and it was, it's pretty funny. Like Groucho Marx is kind of pissed at it because the dude's kind of a sanctimonious asshole, but yeah. Um, he continued to use aliases for his entire life uh, until he died in the 80s, in 82. That fucking blows my mind. He's just that smart. Right. I mean... He was the smartest dude in the fucking room. He, yeah, he lied about who he was, but sounds like he wasn't like ripping people off or fucking right. anything up. So it's just like, okay, whatever. Think of what he could have achieved if he just tried to stick to one fucking he thing. Lives. He fucking saved lives. Yeah. yeah. Although if you were that guy who had fucking chest surgery and it's like, and my, you chest, about this? Yeah. my yeah. chest never fully healed right, yeah, you know, or it's like fucking wrong. crooked. My one peck sticks out two inches further crooked. than the other. Uh, I'd be pissed. My, nipple, my nipple's all crooked and shit. No. Yeah, right. My fucking wife left me. Okay. Wow. I mean, why? Why, why you had to go there? <laughs> well, if your chest is all fucked up, I'd leave you too. 
Would you, so leave, would you leave a chick because she's got two size titties? Don't ask me that. <laughs> yeah. Got any, you guys got any imposter stories? Uh, no. Yeah. Um, I pretended to uh, be uh, interested in uh, fucking joining a fraternity when I was already like, I was tw- 21 and like done with my tech school and kind of vicariously lived with my buddy who was like at freshman level, but he was 21 as well because he went to fucking Iraq. And, um, we pretended another guy on his floor had like was a part of one of the fraternities for the rush week. So like, yeah, just like bullshitting, like, yeah, you know, just political science, maybe blah, blah, blah. For trying to pretend <laughs> I'm not three years older than everyone there. Just so I get the free steak <laughs> dinner and try to see like, what's it like? Like, how do they try to indoctrinate you? Yeah. And yeah, it's just a bunch of fucking jerk off. Like, here's all the philanthropy videos we do and blah, blah, blah. Needless to say, the steak dinner wasn't that fucking great. <laughs> what fraternity was it? <clears throat> I can't remember, to be honest. I want to say Teak, but that was the one that Travis was part of. So it's like the first fraternity name that comes to mind. Um, this is up here in Madison. <clears throat> there was this um, woman... When I was out in Rhode Island, she, um, she was one of these stolen valor people. Oh, I remember that actually. And I mean, she pretended to be an amputee, um, like so had like prosthetics and shit, and like went on all these retreats and stuff, and like a fake prosthetic over a real limb. Yep. And so, ta- wow. talked about really, yeah. This that's is extra deep, shit. Though. That's extra shit. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> and deep this was like one of those. But fucking- she could not stop. And actually, even after she was busted, and they were doing like federal charges against her, she like tried to like uh, get her psychologist license or something. She was like this guy, like freaking very smart. Yeah. Maybe not that's as smart as that guy, but just could not stop doing this imposter thing. Right. They should have just became actors. Well, I mean, at Damn. some point, yeah, absolutely. And that's, yeah, that's what they really a lot like. of the it's shit. Funny. I, a lot of the shit that I read kind of said that, that people that have this personality type eventually nowadays become actors or get into arts because they can put themselves into different roles. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To get that thing that out. Right. Huh. All right. Slums. Teddy Teddy tried to be a fucking Scientologist one time. <laughs> I did. It oh, was so scary. Yeah. Uh, the other reason I got out of there because I had my gun and I was wearing my. I, I didn't. I did took did my, you have to flash it? Get the fuck off. No, I, I didn't have my Leave gun then. Um, I never Back took off. I rode, a, I rode my motorcycle out there and I, I had this, uh, this like futuristic chest piece looking with the, with the spine thing. It's all at war. And I, 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 never, I never took it off. And I was like, I hope it's bulletproof. They probably love that. They're like, oh, it's Xanadu or whatever. Or he's a follower of fucking... yeah. I have come from the stars to learn about your lord. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrifying. The chick I had to talk to was hot as fuck, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they yeah, get I'm you, sure. dude. I was going to say, I'm sure they didn't put her in that fucking position because she was hot, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, I guess me and um, my buddy infiltrated that quinceanera that we thought was actually a fucking wedding. By just putting on dress shirts and just like you, yeah. went, you infiltrated a girl Wait, turning fifteen. 
I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of that's kind of suspect. Mexican bro. girl turning fifteen. No, really? well, I mean, it was it was all the Southern Bells. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's kind of Something you can't, you can't say I'm this. sorry, not Cotillion. Okay, Cotillion. Okay, yeah, Cotillion. Sorry. Um, get, those, get those words right. <laughs> Some of them were Hispanic. <laughs> get them right. <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, at that big fancy hotel down said, in Memphis. I'm worried about you. You said, no wonder you're getting fucking like FBI. porn traps and shit. <laughs> FBI porn traps. You fucking infiltrated a quinceanera. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, I, we would have been caught red, right away at a quinceanera. The Cotillion. Sorry, uh, guys. Yeah. Um, who the fuck are here for Holmes? I just all of a sudden realized, like, <laughs> right? wait a minute, why are me and my buddy the only ones with fucking drinks? Why the fuck are you and your buddy, <laughs> your buddy, the only one fucking Mexican? Because everyone's <laughs> <not> Mexican. <sighs> I'm like, this isn't a wedding. Thing. I asked him, like, what is this? This guy's like, it's a cotillion. He was like a college kid dating a fucking sixteen year old, you know? And oh, it's wow. like, wow. I mean, we had some interesting conversations, but all of a sudden it made us realize, like, no wonder that I was like, why are they so strict about checking our IDs for drinks? I'm like, plus I'm busting my balls. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We thought we were going to (laughs) do a wedding. You're a bad person. Like this is a bad person. (laughs) I'm curious. Uh, I'm not always bad. uh, All right. Anyway. All right. Well, now we're moving on to the what's sexy. It's where we tell you what's sexy. Oracle. Do you believe in love? So, um, yeah, hey. Jordan Love. We just had a uh, game where we the Green Bay Packers beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And was that tonight? Yeah, no, that was last week. Yeah, no, on yeah, Sunday. Sunday night. And I mean, I'm fucking like, if the season stopped right now, I'm happy with right how things have gone this season it's just like okay it, it was looking pretty bleak for a while there but they really have turned things around and just it was cool watching that game and just being surprised and being like holy mm-hmm. fucking shit like you're really seeing kind of like you know in retrospect you see like when rogers had like his big or brady you know, know. when brady went in for Bledsoe and things like that like you kind of see that and i don't know if it's going to pan out that way but it was like this is fuck this is not just you know dumb you watched them you watched them grow over yeah, the last 12 games fun. yeah you know, it was pretty cool like, I mean, they went from disorganized to actually playing like a team like you yeah. see that they they know what they're doing like right. they they get the playbook now so well it, i think they're gonna of, be all right I yeah, mean, the, the, the Lions are still going to kick the shit out of them. But well, my thing is, you you take these kids that are that are that are a top at college, and and you hear that there's a reason why the option doesn't work in fucking in, in the pros like it does in college. The game is so much faster and shit. The people are so much stronger, and you throw these kids into this shit and hoping they're as good as they were in college. And, and a lot of people only give them like six games or you know, yeah. even less than that, depending on how good the team is. Especially if you go going to a team who lost a great quarterback. Or going to a team where where they've been <laughs> shitty for so long, they finally get a good player, and you, especially a quarterback, and they hope they're going to bring that team up. And when that shit doesn't happen in the first three, four, or five games, they kind of write that person off, and you got to give them time to, you know, right. grow and develop and shit. And a lot of people don't want to do that. They want to give them, well, like, yeah, Jordan Love was like people were talking mad shit about Jordan Love in the first fucking, you know, yeah. first half of the season, and now like they have a general. They, I, I, honest, I, I'm a Lions fan. I'm glad we're doing this good. You know, after so long, but I know that that game is going to be a fucking is going to be a, a slot. It's, it's going to be hard for but, us to beat him. He's been in the league for three years. I think that's why people <laughs> gave him so many games. 
Mm. Right. But because if you look like a a rookie quarterback that comes in like CJ Stroud, that dude has no expectations. He's a pure rookie. You know what I mean? He didn't play. He didn't play the first year in the second year. It doesn't matter. He got to to watch a fucking Hall of Fame quarterback play. Yeah, he watched. He learned what not to do. And he also played preseason. He fucking practiced. He he should have come out better than he did, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, coaching that could be coaching, too. You know, and I mean, it's the whole team. They have well, the also, youngest team in yeah, the league working with the whole team. Yeah. <clears throat> and right. It's, it's fucking cool. It's just like, OK, hell yeah. You know, whatever happens, I think they definitely deserve to make the playoffs and they will make the playoffs this year. Who knows what they'll do uh, once they get there? It's not for certain yet, is it? I I, uh, no, they're, it's they're not for like certain, but they they have a, a pretty they have a easy, uh, pretty schedule, easy schedule for the rest of the season That's, here. Yeah. So they should they should be able to make the playoffs, and I think they definitely um you know they deserve to be there. And it's just like, well, fucking a, going from this huge dynasty quarterback to this unknown situation and starting over with the kind of rebuilding this team. That's a pretty good. Outlook and look what's going on in in the New York City with the Jets. It's just yes, like yeah. Jesus, yeah. you know that didn't work out. <laughs> that well, is any teasing now? He might be back in end of December or something. Yeah, why would they even bring him back though? I mean, I mean yeah, I mean they're not, they yeah. can't make the playoffs. Well, that's the thing. I was uh, is it a uh, was it just was that just Aaron Rodgers trying to like to him yeah, that's Aaron his, to yeah. his own uh, fucking. Because his cachet in the public eye right now is just fucking dead. Right. It's as fucked as his leg. But uh, there was, I just saw the news cycle was literally like maybe a week ago. We're like, ooh, is Aaron Rodgers going to Yeah. Well, he's got got to have some sort of relevancy in the the media. Like, is that just him? Right. Yeah. Uh, Word. Teddy, Mario RPG remake. <clears throat> Mario RPG remake. Uh, roll that beautiful bean footage. Um, I started playing this back on the the uh, SNES. Um, the main reason I started playing it back then is because uh, Nintendo they they had all the all the uh, the SquareSoft games. It was SquareSoft back then. Uh, they they all, all the JRPGs on there, and they they tapped in to make this game. Um, it is also the precursor to Mario uh, uh, Paper Mario. Um, but it, it, I, I, I didn't get into it back then. So many uh, with the new updated, it's so many Mario chess. Um, so, uh, but uh, this new shit is it's I, I I love the graphics. I love the fucking the the RPG gameplay. Uh, they added some things. They changed uh, other things. But it was a solid uh, solid uh, JRPG that I, I didn't give a chance back in back in the day. Uh, I played like I said. I played a little bit of it, and then you know I didn't play any of it. But there's also a lot of other JRPGs on there to play. Um, story is great so far. Uh, Gameplay is tight. The uh, the leveling up is is awesome. It's it's a solid RPG, and I I'm sorry I didn't give it much time. What's the smart for Oracle? Did you play back in the day? Yeah, I actually played through that. Did you? Okay. Yeah, back in the day, it's a good game. I the graphics look great. Like it's nice. I was just scratching <clears throat> my balls. That's what my ass. Uh, oh, okay. Was about. <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah. Um. They uh they updated the music uh with a full orchestra. Uh, you can choose to play with the with, with the old uh SNES you know music if you want. Um, but if you like uh, RPGs, like I kind of want to go back and play the original on emulator now because you know I, what I missed back then is and see the the real comparison. But but yeah, check it out. Boom, 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 boom. Ashtray. Yeah. 
another bone. Mouse face. Mouse face, yeah. Uh, Time Magazine's cat of the year. I like her pussy. On that um, cover. Taylor uh, Swift was I mean the cat. person of the year. Um, of course which also was like, Time knows that like this is what we need right now. Fuck the uh, Israel-Hamas war. Let's go yeah, to Taylor have Swift. Any ideas? Gonna, you have any idea how many people are going to buy those issues? Yeah. Yeah. Compared <laughs> those to those like, Swifties are buying 20 copies. If they made Netanyahu or some dumbass, you know, like. Right. Uh, I think one of the things, too, was Trump's defense lawyers. Person of the year. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. What? Yeah. How dumb is that? <laughs> yeah. I like, uh, it, like some of the options were completely stupid, but. I do have to say, like, I'm if I see this out in the newsstands, I'm gonna buy a couple of copies of this and turn them into lighters. The thing yeah. is, is as much as I hate her, <clears throat> it's not because of her; it's because of the people that fucking blow her out of proportion. <laughs> yeah, but her fucking—I mean, she literally boosted every economy she went into yep. playing these shows. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm. A lot. She made a lot of fucking money. I mean, well, well the and, Chiefs gave, and in turn, get... a lot of people made a lot of money because of the and... bonuses she gave. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's, it's um, crazy. She I mean, got fifty also... percent of all those ticket sales for that movie because there was no studio. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, forty five went to the local theater itself, and then fifty five percent was split between her and AMC. And you know, she got more than AMC direct. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Even if but she that, didn't, even if she got twenty five of that fifty five instead, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, twenty five percent of fucking six hundred million dollars or whatever the fuck it made. Like, yeah, that's crazy. For she didn't do shit. She did the tour. All they did was right. film it. They filmed it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's just extra she on did, top uh, of what she fucking made off the tickets. She did pay for the entire, like she fronted all the money for all the production too. Like so, because there was no studio. Oh, well, she got that back before the twenty five percent. Oh too, yeah, you know for sure. Saying? So, um, but uh, yeah, this thing is like almost where she, you could see the uh, like, and with this tour being the era's tour and it's all these albums, it's kind of like this is a fucking crescendo. She better just yeah. go fucking quit winners, start knocking out. Maybe that's her plan. Her and fucking Travis Kelsey are going to start knocking out babies and being like this, you know, Americana couple. Um, because as far as like a career high note, like she's kind of at it right now. Yep. Like yeah, until people there, find so. out she like has a, like a torture ju- dungeon with fucking little Thai boys. Right. Or she's like she's like Lizzo and makes people eat bananas out of pussies in Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of crazy what? that. Yeah. Lizzo sounds fun. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, that, the Lizzo canceling is great. She sounds fun, but she looks terrifying. It's kind of crazy yeah, that there is n- there isn't an element that is trying to take her down, or at least it doesn't seem like there's an element well, that's trying to take her down. That's the thing too. Well, there's a this whole article. I guess this is the first time I haven't read it, but <clears throat> they were saying it's she hasn't actually given any interviews for the last four plus years, um, and I think a lot of it was that fucking Kim Kardashian. Uh, Kanye, like when they released that recording that they were like talking to her on the phone and implied that like she she was okay with him saying that like um, anything that Kanye uh, said. I remember what Kanye said in one of his rap songs and it was, it was something about Baby, like me and Taylor are going to date. So. I made that bitch famous, I think he said or something like that. 
And they're you like, should oh, yeah, kiss he said a picture cool. of Hitler every morning. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. look where Kanye's gone. He's gone to Nazis, and Taylor Swift is he's person of the year. Kanye is fucking piece of shit. You know, he's like, man, he wishes he had Taylor Swift money hey, right hey, now. Hey, bro, the, the George Bush doesn't like black people shit was, was hard. That was a hard as shit. <laughs> that was. Yeah, he's had his moments. George Don't get me Bush wrong. I still love a lot of Kanye's black work. people. I'll never fully write him off, but he wishes he had Taylor Swift money right now. Oh, yeah. Well, who doesn't? Yeah. He got, he got 12 Lamborghinis. He still has Taylor Swift money or, or close to it. He, he's fine. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to talk about Getty Lee, bass player for Rush, has a little show that he does on Paramount Plus called Our Bass Players Human 2, hmm. where he goes and talks to other bass players, famous ones. Uh, the first episode was uh, uh, Les Claypool. And the second episode was Robert Truillo from Metallica and Suicidal Tendencies. And then some chick I don't know. And then uh, the fourth one was Chris Novoselic from Nirvana. Um, and they don't really talk. I mean, they talk about music here and there. But it's mostly like he wants to see what they do uh, in their spare time, like what what other hobbies they have and shit. So like basically, Les Claypool just took him fishing. You know what I mean? Like because yeah. of course Les Claypool fishes uh, and does like a lot of outdoor shit, like excavating. He like bought an excavator and just started tearing down trees. He's Canadian. He's got a Getty Lee's Canadian. Oh, is he not Canadian? Like Les Claypool's from California. Okay. <clears throat> He's from like El Segundo, which is like, you know, the sticks of California. But um and then Robert Chirillo, I've I've only seen the first two episodes, but they're pretty good. Robert Chirillo is, is he lives right in fucking Venice Beach, man. Like they went surfing, fucking watched one of his kids play a concert and shit, you know what I mean? Like Robert Chirillo was in the pit. Like they don't you know what I mean? It's not fucking like it's not like a music show, but they kind of they do talk about bass playing, which if you are a bass player is nice, but you don't need that. Otherwise, fuck off. Uh, anyway, check it out. Okay, or so don't. before so before we continue, uh, my wife uh, about the uh, the what do you call it? Uh, the the bitch we're talking about, the white bitch, the, the bitch. football player. Oh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. apparently. Uh, uh, her and Beyonce, uh, they do uh, a great public uh, job for public transportation. Uh, they pay extra dollars uh, for the transit workers that do the do the extra work to get fans to and from the concerts. Hmm. Wow. Well, there oh, you that's go. cool. Nice. That also helps this city like tolerate the right. influx of that. Yeah, insanity. That's true. Yeah, yeah. The influx of fans. Yeah. 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 I remember. I remember she when she was having a concert here at, at Bridgestone. And like it's like I, uh, it was like a Friday. The Friday and Saturday night was one of our two busiest nights that week because they were just the Swifties were out. Oh yeah, she had <laughs> nine, She used ninety seven semis. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking crazy. And she gave yeah. each one of those dudes like fucking what was it a quarter million? Each one of the semi drivers like really <laughs> hundred grand. Yeah, something. their bonus yeah. was like a hundred grand, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Nice. yeah. I mean, and, that's and like, a, she gave everybody on the tour bonuses. That's crazy. That's fucking really cool. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't like her music, but good for good, her. Yeah, it's also good PR good for and uh, for her entire like brand as well. But um, right. the closest thing I said to that was uh, I was in Boston when Paul McCartney was playing. Um, yeah, what, yeah. what's the fucking stadium there in Boston? 
Um, the ball stadium. Sideway. Oh, the football, the Foxborough. Well, Foxborough oh, is not, I can't remember. not in Boston. Oh, Fen- Fenway is in Boston. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, yeah Fenway. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, and man, the line like three blocks of those semis that are exactly the same. Yeah, you know, and you just see like we kind of heard some of the songs as we were walking around the area outside, but then at one point we got when it was like they were loading out and we had to drive by that operation. It's impressive. The orchestration Uh, to make all that fucking happen. The orchestration is insane and shit like that. I was watching this behind the scenes thing of this fucking festival that this dude was fucking taking the tour of. It's just nuts. How many people are behind the scenes and shit like that. Like just the crew loading every band in, you know? Oh yeah. Fucking cool. Word. All right. Fuck what you think. This is where we tell you to fuck off. Teddy, college football playoff rankings. <clears throat> oh, college football playoff rankings. Um, I fuck Alabama. Am a Michigan fan. Um, I live in the South. I am so goddamn tired of these inbred yokels screaming SEC, SEC every goddamn year. When they they are they're below five hundred versus the other conference here, and, and it, this is not the first year it's happened. I I I am. I, I I believe Michigan's gonna beat the shit out of them. Well, not beat the shit out of them. It's Alabama. They're gonna they're gonna beat them. But the fact that this is the first time in history that a fucking an undefeated you know conference champion has not been allowed to be in this this bullshit thing they call a playoff in college is fucking retarded. Yeah. Well, it's all especially, about money. I, I get that, especially when they beat three. Well, I just I mean Alabama brings in a lot more money than FSU. I, I, I get that, and that's why they're doing it. That's why if they had you know it's it's. And it's fucked up. They like nobody planned on Georgia to lose, and when they did lose, they had to fucking you know. Yeah. They had to let they had to let in the team. They beat both of the other two teams are considering. I get that, but you have a. <clears throat> I mean, it, it's just fucked up for these kids. That that I feel bad for Florida because they got right. fucked. They got fucked. I mean, they, they lost. They, yeah, they like lost real their, bad. They lost their starting quarterback, and they still won. Right. Like, everybody wrote him off after the kid broke his fucking leg, and they and they still fucking won. I mean, give the kids what they. I mean, stop sucking Alabama's dick, and I am so tired of these fucking retards. Stop sucking Alabama's dick. I mean, really? I don't know. He he has a point, man. Alabama, the Crimson Tide football is like Yankees baseball. Yeah, it's it's every. It's like Dallas Cowboys football. You know what I'm saying? Like they just automatically get that fucking that extra little bit because (laughs) like everybody loves them. In Bama and the Yankees case, it's everyone hates them. That's why people love it. I think more people hate those schools and that and that those teams than so like they're, mo- them. they're more the heel. <clears throat> yeah, they what they're the motivation I think is to see them lose, but they don't very often. Mm. So <laughs> it's what pisses people off. Right. Yeah. That's true. I mean, they're a good team, but they have a loss, and and a conference champion does not. So yeah. they, I mean, it's, it's I mean, they, they it, you I know, agree. It's just fucked up for the it, it's it, yeah, and it, yeah, I will be tuning into think the Rose about Bowl the kids when Michigan beat the shit out of Alabama. Think about the kids. I hope they do. So I can so I can hear these. So I can I can, I can just wear just wear all my blue amazing blue and walk around with these retarded southerners saying, we'll get you next year. Yeah, fuck you, you inbred motherfuckers. <laughs> That's the spirit. Wow. All right. All right. Oracle, procrastination. Yeah. See what I did? I did, I did that right away for you. 
Thanks. Because I need it. Because uh, after the show, I'm going to be finishing up my final project for this semester. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I just procrastinated. I don't know. I just didn't give a fuck enough. What do you have to do? Uh, I have to make some firewall rules and tweak a network. Because they write out a whole fucking operation kind of thing. Yeah. It's, well, I don't know. The class. Do tomorrow? The, yeah. It's yeah, due, it's due at midnight. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Why? I mean, yeah. Hey, hey, I've, I've been. It's not like I haven't been working on this at all. I, I oh, gotta, kind of uh, sound like you had. It's it. like your taxes. I, I just gotta I, I wrap gotta, it up. You know, I gotta wrap it up. I gotta put the. But it, the class just wasn't that like terribly interesting to me, and it just wasn't that yeah. engaging. I mean. It and just didn't just have my interest, and I was online. like, "Fuck! I don't, I don't want to work on this. I don't, I don't care about this." Class all online, or it, it's all on. All my stuff's online, but the thing is, is a lot of the stuff that I do, I there's uh, practical application stuff through um, like virtual machines, and you know, you have these tasks that you you do on this stuff, and this didn't have a whole lot of that. It was just kind of like, oh, here read these chapters in the book. It's like, dude, if I wanted to just read a book, I'd do that. <laughs> like, right. I'd, this isn't really... That's why uh, I hated college. Yeah. Just the theoretical <laughs> shit. Give me hands-on but, all day. Man. Right, yeah. And I'm my brain nowadays, <clears throat> like, I, I feel like maybe in my undergrad or whatever, well, plus I wasn't working full time and didn't have a fucking baby at that time either. Right. You know, yeah. it's just like, I don't have time for this shit. Like, yeah. You yeah. that just say, fuck reading this book. Right. So I don't know. I got to play some fucking. It'll be, it'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, I probably shouldn't have procrastinated. <laughs> Uh, I sometimes get that way where it's like I need All the right. fucking deadline to make me grind. Oh, well, that's, shit. Right. That's, that's pretty much what a, what online school is. They you, you, they have to. There's no really hands on with the teacher. Uh, you have to wait for them to respond with an email or something. So you pretty much are reading the, the the text yourself and doing the assignments. So yeah, yeah, and I mean I'm fine, especially if it's like practical application stuff where it's like okay, yep, do here's the thing you got to find this thing or whatever like. My next class, figure out the problem. Right. Yeah. My my next class is like all uh, hacking shit. So it's just like, okay, hack into this sure. fucking shit. Like, all right, nice. cool. I can do that. And, right, you know, yeah, that's yeah. fun. That's Teach cool. Teach me your ways, master. It, it, but actually doing it. Don't just fucking tell me about it. I don't need right. that fucking Will Smith Cuckasaurus <laughs> fucking <laughs> lesson. Well, why, why, why you gotta bring Will Smith into I, it? I, I gotta get what? in there, man. That poor man, he's had too many All days. Right. Let him, let him heal. Ashtray doesn't have anything, so I'm gonna go. I'm not your personal slave, Megan. If I, if I pay for you, you are. I came into work today late. It was my fault for being late, but still. As soon as I sit down, <laughs> the digital web chick is fucking annoying as shit. She's like, I could hear her voice. She's like, hey, Larry, Larry. And I was like, oh, my God, here we go. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, are you busy right now? And I'm like, yeah, I'm late. So I'm behind. So, yeah, I'm busy. It's exactly what I said. <laughs> she pauses 
for about two seconds and continues to explain what she needs me to do. Right. So I let her finish and I looked straight in her eye and I said, I'm fucking busy. I'm not doing that. And she like got all fucking pissy and like walked away. Like, are you fucking kidding? You ask me if I'm busy. I say yes. And then you expect me to still do it. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Learn how to do this shit yourself. I'm not your fucking slave. I'm hired to do one job and that's produce or to fucking cut the fucking two shows that I'm hired for. I'm not fucking doing your shit that needs to go on the digital fucking part of the web. That's you have people for that. Right. And because I'm the only one visible in the fucking newsroom as an editor, I'm the one that all of them come to and I'm done doing it, dude. If I have to be a fucking asshole, I'm going to be a fucking asshole. Because I thought I'm you good. already were an asshole. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, I'm, just I'm shit your pants, dude. You sound dude. like, so, like nice. someone that only a few, like a certain percentage of the newsroom appreciates and likes. I, uh, dude, there's the rest there's of them are like, that Larry guy, he's really cranky. I, I, I try to be nice until somebody fucking does something like that. You know what I mean? She didn't even listen to what I said. She just, are you busy? And then just thought she right. was going to push off her fucking work on me. No, fuck right. you. Get your shit done. Yeah. Fucking bitch. No, you, you should seriously I, like just get some like uh, adult diapers and just yeah. fucking shit your pants. Like stare right in the eyes and fucking shit. I am. Yeah, go over that. Uh, you remember how Oracle finds that line and shit's crossed? <laughs> That's one of those moves. Jerk off into my hand and just fling it at me. <laughs> yeah, right? Wow. That's a fine way to lose your job. You guys are taking this too far. I, I kind of say in a professional business. <laughs> yeah, it's a medical condition, dude. You're, no, what you I have like, to do is don't discriminate. No, no, no I like my ties. If you fling shit at me, I didn't say fling my ties on. shit. Just shit and your add pants. a little extra seething to your voice when you're like, yes. What do you want? That's how you do it. No. Ashtray, no. go. I'm done with it. Oh, me? Fuck. Fuck me. Uh, yeah, I guess fuck myself. Um, and that's our show. <laughs> we should yeah, it. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> fuck me for uh, <laughs> being a sexy devil. Um, that's all. I don't know. No, nobody said it. Nobody said it. Fuck you for I, being a I, sexy devil. I want, a, I, want a sec, I want a second fuck you think because he is not a sexy devil. He's a man whore. That's a, you know, I want that on a record. Tomato, tomato. I mean, do you have to put the word man in there? Whore's a whore, right? <laughs> whore's a whore, right? Yeah. That's there true. That can be gender fluid. All right. Uh, in all seriousness, go fuck yourself, everybody. That's our show. We're going to be here every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Central. Make sure you're doing the conversation at theredeyereport.com or facebook.com slash theredeyereport. You can also... No, you can't. Like a share, subscribe. We're down for whatever. I'm missing. I'm Oracle. This is Ashtray. And I am the fucking Teddy. And this is the Red Eye Report. I am. <clears throat> ah, fucking Megan.